0: I'm about to do to you what Bizkit did to music in the late nineties.
1: Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley.
2: Here goes the last
1: DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: hello everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of the christian phoenix radio show it is friday december 18th we are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy crazy world i'm joined by my co-host mr tony sanfilippo rocking that awesome star wars ugly christmas sweater how you doing today tone
2: ah good morning man i'm doing great it is friday the last show uh for a week for right? a week uh, yeah we're going on a little vacay yeah uh, well we're not really going on vacay but for show wise we're going on vacay um let's see i am excited i i'm looking forward to sleeping in i do work next we week do. so it's a short work week work week for me but nonetheless doing good buddy ready to tackle the day how about you
0: awesome doing well you know it's friday it's the last day of the week as you mentioned uh we will be running best ofs all next week because it is christmas week my boys are out gonna spend some time with them and uh just looking forward to a uh just a, a nice holiday week uh spending time with the boys
2: yeah that's gonna be a good time man um also for those yesterday thanks for tuning in to a best stuff. um I actually woke up uh, yesterday to uh, – um, I fell asleep listening to a podcast, and I woke up listening to one of our podcasts. It woke me up, and I was like, oh, no, am I late for the show? Oh, no. <laughs> I had this weird panic attack. And I was like, oh, wait, no, today you got You do got to get up because I had to go down to Denver yesterday to our depot. Um, and I listened to our best of yesterday on the way down. It was good. So, um I definitely sounded a lot groggier, so today hopefully I don't give you guys that boring monotone. So download it on uh, Spotify, like when we do the hypes. It's definitely really cool to listen to on Spotify um, or Apple Music, wherever you listen to your podcast, especially the day after. It was was good to listen to, and uh, holy crap was I monotone. So (laughs) for those episodes, I'm really sorry. You can tell those are the ones I've worked really late. Last night... I was able to get to bed at a pretty good hour, so uh, a lot more lively, should sound bubbly, uh, bubblier, but words are still hard, so uh, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, it's fun from this perspective to watch your progression throughout the morning go from just tired and monotone (laughs) to, you know, uh, wacky and weird by the second hour, and, uh, you know, it's fun. It it makes for an interesting show.
2: It is. It's the tale of two Tonys. It's kind of like at work, you either get, like, really happy hyper-Tony or you get real quiet, or you get quiet, is he grumpy, Tony? Because I'm not <laughs> ever really that grumpy. Yeah. Like, I can't get mad, but it's well, not go. on the radio show, other than when there's technical get uh, difficulties, Exactly. Right? Yeah,
0: hopefully none today, knock on wood. But uh, in any case, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host. Here, here. Tony, what is the strangest <sighs> animal you have ever owned as a pet? A liger. A liger?
2: It's my favorite. It's a liger. Ah, strangest animal I've ever personally uh, owned—a rat. I owned that white rat, that white, (laughs) red-eyed rat named Sparky, and my mom was pissed that I brought it home. We put it in a little blue bird cage, and that little dude stunk. And I mean, it's crazy. I would not put—I wouldn't touch a mouse now. But as a little guy. It was like Ben, right? It's mm-hmm. the white rat. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably the weirdest thing I've ever personally owned.
0: All right, fair enough. The uh, strangest animal I've ever owned is a ferret. I had one in college and it stunk and it wasn't oh, all
2: overly. Yeah, I remember that thing. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Weird how you just stow you stow away those those memories, you know?
0: Well, this eclipses all of those. Please be sea monkeys, be sea monkeys. <laughs> a South African farmer was reportedly mauled to death on Sunday by his sea monkey. No, by his pet hippo. <laughs> <laughs> ah! You got me. You got me, sir. <laughs> His pet hippo, which he had previously referred to as <laughs> like a son to me. Oof. Marius Els, who lived in the Free State Province of South Africa, was found dead in a river, having been bitten repeatedly by the animal. Els Forty had adopted the hippo, whom he had named Humphrey when it was found as a calf. Earlier this year, footage of Els riding the more-than-2,000-pound beast went viral. The South African said that Humphrey had responded to his calls, enjoyed playing with him, and that he would even brush the hippo's teeth. It's a little bit dangerous, but I trust him with my heart that he will not harm anybody, Els said during (laughs) an interview. (laughs) I can swim with him. I can go in the water. He allows me to get on his back, and I ride him like a horse. He swims with me. He added, he's like a son to me. An ambulance spokesman told the Daily Mirror that paramedics found Els immersed in a river and had been bitten several times by the animal. It was unclear how long he might have remained in the water. There's a relationship between me and Humphrey, and that's what some people don't understand, Ells reportedly said. They think you can only have a relationship with dogs, cats, and domestic animals, but I have a relationship with the most dangerous animal in Africa. And obviously he found out just how dangerous that animal is. <laughs>
2: What was this animal's name? What did he name it?
0: Humphrey. Humphrey the hippo.
2: Humphrey the hippo. He is my big fat friend. He is like a dog and he's super nice. Oh, crap. He bit me in
0: half. (laughs) Love it. Well, folks, it is Friday. There you go. It is Friday. We have a wonderful Ah, show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we?
2: It's Friday, Friday. (laughs)
0: We are looking forward to the weekend, but not before we take you out on an up note with good news, everyone, as we do on Fridays. We have a segment called Perfect Timing. Our call-in topic today is last-minute Christmas gifts, because let's face it, we all need them. We have G-Man's matchups. Whoa. (laughs) G-Man's going to be joining us with NFL Week 15 picks. (laughs) We round out the day with this day in history. And Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenix media radio. Now back to the show. And we are back to the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Friday, December 18th. Now, I apologize for that little technical difficulty. Of course, Tony (laughs) doomed us at the very beginning. But you know what? It was a nice, quick, easy fix. In any case, we have a little thing it, called the Phoenix Line, which is our 24-hour-a-day, 7 day a week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Perhaps maybe you owned a pet hippo that uh, mauled you to death. Of course, you have to call beyond the grave, but if you have that capability, by all means, please do so. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony's here with the entertainment news.
2: Good morning, everybody. What a remix, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's December 18th. Um, it is time for the Filippo Fast Five. All righty. So Super Nintendo World Direct announced for today, roughly 15 minutes of Super Nintendo World goodness. So you'll get to see, uh, some of the rides, things like that. So if you're a theme park enthusiast, should be, should be a good time. That's kind of cool. Sad news, as I always hate to report in these Fast Fives, but original Boba Fett actor Jeremy Bullock has passed away. Uh, a lot of tributes going out to the original Boba Fett, so um, thoughts, prayers with his family. ABC is developing All My Children's sequel series. Remember that show? Pine Valley with Kelly Ripper and Mark Consuelos. Oh my God, Funny who thing. the hell cares? That's why we put it in the Fulipo Face* Five sir. <laughs> okay. My name is Jeff. Clarice. Hello Clarice. Silence of the Lamb sequel series will not feature Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Interesting. All right. And ah, ah, ah. Oh yeah, was the, that was the Ricky Ricardo. That was I was trying to do this one instead, but Revenge of the Nerds reboot is coming from Seth MacFarlane and the Lucas Brothers. What was the how did they laugh? It was something really stupid yeah. like that.
0: I, I can't even. Something can't, along those I, lines.
2: I'd, I'd have to watch it, but I used to be able to do it pretty good, though. <laughs> 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 something like that. Anywho, I digress. Um. <laughs> so yesterday, or two days ago, because we didn't do a show yesterday, I had mentioned uh, how Tom Cruise had a, on <clears throat> just a meltdown on his crew for not following COVID, pro- you know. Um, Protocols. Uh, guidelines, yeah. So, no surprise here. But uh, five crew members quit Mission Impossible: Selvan uh, Selvan. Wars are still hard. Uh, Mission Impossible Seven filming after another rant by Hollywood star Tom Cruise. It comes after the audio was leaked of the Hollywood star furiously shouting at the crew on the British set of the MI Seven uh, for breaking COVID nineteen protocols. The first outburst, the first outburst was big, but things haven't calmed since. Tension has been building for months, and this was the final straw. Since it became public, there has been more anger, and several staff just walked. The insider said, Tom is upset. The crew aren't taking him seriously. And uh, the rant, you can go on. You can listen to the audio. You just Google it. I haven't listened to it yet. But I'd imagine it's pretty... It's pretty scathing, or scathing. Scathing's the right word. Scathing's the
0: right word. Yeah, no, it is definitely scathing, and it is a gem of just pure, what I assume Tom Cruise is like behind closed doors. Because you know, when he's out in the public, he's this nice, likable guy. But I get this feeling that he's got this pent up anger, and it certainly came out. uh, Very similar to the uh, Christian Bale rant.
2: Oh, good for you. Oh, yeah, he was pissed in that one. I look forward to listening to it. I, 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 there's a link on this website, so I'll have to check it out later today. Um, Do you ever want your own Baby Yoda? I know today's the last day for the Mandalorian. Stacy. if you're watching, I am not ignoring your messages, but I keep seeing things about Mando. I'm trying not to peek at it just in case. You don't want spoiler alerts, yet. yep. So, uh, yeah, I don't want no spoilers. I, I, I got a feeling it's good. Um, so I'll respond to you. I just haven't haven't because of those um but do you ever watch your own baby yoda you just wish the little guy was real and you could just have him eating your frogs and playing with uh, i was gonna say like your ball but that sounds dirty but <laughs> like your little even if i say knob shaft any of that but you, you get what i mean the, oh, the yeah. little thing right. that he likes to play yeah <laughs> i'm not trying to get dirty with it but uh well anyways google Has You kind of can. Google has added Grogu, formerly Baby Yoda, he's always going to be Baby Yoda, to augmented reality search results. So some quick uh, typing can drop an AR version of the little guy straight into your bedroom or home office. No spaceship required. Searching Grogu, the child, the Mandalorian, or Baby Yoda on mobile. Or in the Google app, we'll return the usual knowledge panel with a Wikipedia summary of the character. But now you can click View in 3D to check out a model and see if you're really feeling like a noted Baby Yoda fan. View in your space to get up close. So when you look for him, he just appears. He just sits there, He makes his little facial expressions, and bobs his head like a little kid. So, um, we'll also add 50 animals to its AR search results, including dinosaurs, um... But uh, the company partnered with Disney for the Mandalorian AR Experience app. You you, built to use Google's ARC Core and before that, um, AR stickers on the Pixel 2. So um, if you like that kind of thing, um, there you go. You can have Baby Yoda. Like while you're watching the Christian Phoenix show, he could sit there and listen with you. And we'd be happy to have Grogu listen. There
0: you go. Yeah, Google's been adding a lot of fun things to search results. For instance, if you uh, type in Ross Geller from Friends, it pops up a little like Wikipedia thing on the side. And then if you click on the little couch, it'll pivot, 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 and then eventually break in half. And so (laughs) there's little fun things, uh, little fun Easter eggs that you can find on Google all over the place.
2: Yeah, they do good, man. They have those fun, geeky, nerdy uh, people doing the the coding and stuff. It's neat.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's mm. always a good time. There's nice also one so if
2: teabag you, on that one.
0: <laughs> there's also one if you look up Sonic the Hedgehog and you keep clicking on it. Does you know the little speed ball, and then uh, if you click on it enough times, he turns into the Golden Sonic.
2: Oh, cool! I huh? did not know that, man. There's some cool stuff. We'll have to uh, maybe cover that in a future segment. All oh, the different Easter eggs of Google but right now grogu is one of them um the suicide squad spinoff um is coming as we've talked about uh which will be uh peacemaker um and the cast of the show continues to grow as production draws near john cena is the main character reprising his role from the film actors daniel brooke robert patrick t-1000 jennifer holland and chris conrad were previously cast in the series, and now a new slew of faces are joining them as well. Yesterday, THR reported that four actors have joined the cast of Peacemaker, which is gearing up for to begin production in Vancouver next month. They film a lot of stuff in Vancouver. Yeah, they do. Lachlan Moreno, who TV fans may know from his role as Betty Cooper's dad on Riverdale, is among the new additions. Chuck Awuju, Annie Chang, and Christopher... Herodol have also been added to the cast. There isn't a lot. No- there isn't a lot known about the plot series, nor about the identities of these new characters. All that is known with the recent additions is they're going to play detectives. So Peacemaker is set to explore the origin of Cena's character, who will be appearing for the first time in the Suicide Squad next summer. Um, so this is a good little gem. And then once. Uh, <clears throat> Gun is done with this. He will go to work on Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So, yep. um, I'm looking forward to the show. I think I don't know anything about Peacemaker, but this new Suicide Squad looks really cool. Just the teaser trailer. Um, looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Obviously, James Gunn, his sensibility, you know, his style is a lot of fun, and I have a feeling that he's going to have a lot of input on this Peacemaker series as well. And so, uh, and John Cena, you know, he's good. He's, uh, you know, there's very few ex-wrestler actors who come out that are enjoyable, but uh, you know, we have The Rock, we have Dave Bautista, um, and then of course John Cena now. Um, other attempts have not They're, been so good. Not been so good.
2: Heck, looking Randy at you, Savage Santa. like one has been a lot better than like some of the
0: others. Yeah, I was gonna say, looking at you, Santa, yeah. with muscles.
2: Yeah, oh Hulk God. Hogan. <laughs> Didn't that look bad, that picture I sent you? Oh, like So bad. How did he ever think that was a good idea? Jeez.
0: Your guess uh, is speaking good
2: Speaking of um, who thought this would be a good idea, I don't know if it'll be a good movie or not, but Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley had filmed their movie Chaos Walking, uh, I don't know, back a while, but I think it was right before Spider-Man and Star Wars took off, so it's been sitting on the shelf. Uh, well, this is probably the the current New Mutants in the sense that it finally like it got shelved and then they they kind of decided okay let's put this thing out and then it was supposed to go to theaters March 1st 2019 well it got pushed back it was filmed in 2017 okay. according to my notes here um well and now they started showing trailers and you're like oh cool this movie is actually coming and it looks okay nothing spectacular but you know Daisy Ridley Tom Holland uh, both uh, possible future box office draws i could see that happening um it was supposed to come out january 22nd 2021 well it's delayed again so <laughs> yeah. you can expect to see possibly chaos walking uh, make its way out march 5th 2021 uh the trailer you could check out on uh the the U- yeah, Man, YouTube. you yeah on youtube <laughs> it looks okay not too shabby but I gotta end our uh, entertainment news because there's a lot of punny birthdays. So. Alright. Not like the last two stories were that great. They were just filler. So here we go home to the punny birthdays. It's my birthday. It's my birthday! No, Raw, the first one is not uh, exactly the uh, most punniest, but and you may get it, you may not, but the BAD One hit wonder, Billie Eilish is. Well, it's not 18, but I put 18. I think she's. I she could unfortunately, be 18. Bad journalism there. Well, I don't think she is 18, but that's what I typed. So maybe she is. So happy birthday! Uh, and now onto the punny fun stuff. Here we go. This guy was on the wall of my first girlfriend Katie Henry's wall. A river ran through it across the oceans. You see his love for Louise, Rachel, Laura Croft, then splicing dirty things into movies this guy fights shh don't speak about it zombies a smith and had an amazing cameo in deadpool too. and what an inglorious bastard once upon a time in hollywood there was a legendary curious case of one brad pitt he's 56 he was pretty fun to pun yeah uh on this oh this little minx played second fiddle to a hot madonna kiss she wasn't Dirty. enough for this lady marmalade but hey come on over bae release this genie from her bottle Miss Christina Aguilera is 40 uh, this guy had the coolest job he could cuss flip you off kick your ass stun you kick your ass again kick the boss's ass shove mike tyson am i gonna get in trouble for saying ass you drink lots of beer and raise a lot of hell now that he is more mellow and retired he's a podcaster and tv personality i'm talking stone cold steve austin that's the bottom line he's 55 this guy hasn't jumped the shark or fallen into the jaws of awfulness in hollywood no 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 The man is extraterrestrial about his movies. He may be a little Jurassic, but he makes movies look like a walk in the park. He should whip out the old fedora and film another indie because Steven Spielberg is such an animaniac at 73. One of my many, many high school crushes. I loved her by the creek, but that damn Dawson had her. Then Pacey did too. I once rented the gift to see the twins, wink wink. She should have been in a huge sequel after it began, but she never saw *The Night*. Her beauty is purely disturbing behavior, and even though she's an ex of Maverick, I'd be happy to be her ice man. Katie Holmes is 41. She should have been Rachel Dawson in the second Batman, but she, but she, we got Maggie Gyllenhaal instead. Uh, this man is quite the good fella. In *A Field of Dreams*, he ended up befriending our own Christian Phoenix. Hey, Rhea really Leota is 65. Eddie, turn on the score! I don't know where the freaking button is, Christian! What up?
0: (laughs) That's the censored version.
2: (laughs) Yeah, guitarist and songwriter whose song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, was named the second greatest song of all time by Rolling Stone. Johnny Depp used his mannerisms, voice, and personality to create his popular Jack Sparrow character. Keith Richards is 176. <laughs> okay, he's really just 76. And for the last birthday, I got nothing, so... DMX is 49, and... Lastly, before we end the birthdays, we won't be here next week to do it, but our very own Christian Phoenix will be a young 38 because we don't count the new year because of COVID. (laughs) You you can do that. I like that rule. We're going to be 38 again uh, on Sunday. So happy early birthday to you, brother.
0: Much appreciated. Well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it's Friday. We've got good news, everyone. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
2: Back After these messages.
0: We'll be back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media radio Now back to the show we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 18th. Now, we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, you can. I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F, radio of course with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at Facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanFilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O.94, or on Instagram at Tony.sanFilippo81. Now it is Friday, as we like to do. You know, there's so much negativity. There's so much bad news out in the world we'd like to take you guys into the weekend on an up note with something that we like to call good news everyone and my good news is that oh uh,
2: good news!
0: you guys get the remix of the intros of each of our uh, uh, coming in it's you know a little dubstep and now we're weird technical issue but uh, I, I blame you Tony you cursed us at the beginning so <laughs> I did No, I you know who I blame who All right. Well, let's get into Britney Spears. Good news, everyone. Now, this one is written from the perspective of the person who actually did it. Um, So when I say I, I don't mean I. I mean the person uh, who wrote this. And, of course, I'm reading it from her perspective. Says, "Hmm." I didn't expect the ramen. The fruit leather caught me off guard as well. Just a day earlier, my husband, Mike, had finished installing one of those little wooden houses for free books that had been popping up in front of houses across the country in recent years. But in a year where an estimated 50 million people in the United States may face hunger due to the effects of COVID-19, we thought we'd also fill ours with free food. We loaded it up with a mixture of peanut butter, granola bars, Annie Prolux, tuna. Iris Murdoch, Canned Carrots, Celesting, Black Beans, and a collection of historical fiction from my 91-year-old mom, uh, which cycles through quickly. The next day, I posted a photo of our little house on a community Facebook page inviting anyone to come take what they wanted. Like neighborhoods all over the world, the effects of the pandemic have come home to mine with people on our block who have lost jobs, are struggling to keep their small businesses afloat, or have health issues and are unable to risk going to the grocery store. When I checked on the little house that evening, many of the food items had already disappeared. But just a half hour later when I went to restock it, someone else already had. The shelves were stuffed with ramen, applesauce, fruit leather, and more. It's been happening almost every day since. Food will disappear and then replenish itself. Sugar, flour, macaroni. One evening, a jar of peanut butter disappeared, and a few hours later, a stranger had replaced it with a different brand, as well as some spaghetti noodles. Earlier this week, we found a note in our mailbox with cash to help restock the little house. It was simply signed, Your Friends and Neighbors. It fills me with wonder, but then again, this kind of thing has been happening around this time of winter for the last 15 years. It started with my oldest son, Phoenix, of all names. This December 3rd marks his 16th birthday, an age of driver's licenses, new facial hair, high school crushes, and a prelude to adult, except not for him. Phoenix died of bacterial meningitis when he was only seven months and four days old, when his hair was still soft and wispy as silk and his cheeks as plump as a peach. All these, years later, all these years later, I still remember how his cheek felt against my lips. I hope I always do. At his memorial service, our friend Reverend Catherine Cummings encouraged us to let our love for our beautiful boy radiate out into the world. She nudged us to celebrate his birthdays and look for ways to honor him. With the ripples of his life spreading into wider and wider circles of the joy and love he'd given us. Death is not the final word, she said. Love is the final word. Five months later, on the devastating December day, he should have been turning one, I made cupcakes and took them to Phoenix's grave, sang to him, kissed the grass over where he was buried, and went shopping. Mike and I had decided we'd adopt a child from a department store's holiday giving tree and buy Christmas presents for someone the same age as Phoenix should have been. I would have given everything or uh, anything to be able to buy Christmas presents for my son. Maybe we could do it for someone else. It was the start of a new tradition, creating joy for others as a tribute to Phoenix on his birthday. Over the years, friends have joined us and the circle has widened. Now our tradition is to ask anyone who wants to help celebrate his birthday to do one small act of kindness for someone. Our best gift is when they tell us about it. And so uh, I'm going to post this up on our Facebook page. Uh, It's just a warm, heartwarming story. triumph made out of tragedy and of course with what they're doing with this uh, giving box is truly amazing and i'd say that certainly good news everyone
2: yeah that was a great story man i like that one that was that was definitely heartfelt
1: Appreciate what did we just become best friends yep
0: <laughs> tony what's your good news
2: uh good news uh surprisingly you know where it's coming from we, di- we didn't get to do it yesterday because I was working.
0: Florida. But we're going
2: down to Florida because Florida man. It's a Florida man story on a good news Friday. Here we go. In another, it, in yet another bid to rebrand himself in a more positive light, this week Florida man made the news as a good Samaritan. Once again, okay, if you ignore the story about him snatching the stray golf ball off the back of an alligator. That was in parentheses, I think, to be funny. And it's true, merit. Humanitarian gesture Mike Esmond of Gulfstream, Florida, paid off seven thousand six hundred dollars worth of outstanding utility bills for 114 of his neighbors who are facing cutoff deadlines. Wow. It's not the first time. Last year, Esmond launched his generous Christmas tradition by doling out four thousand six hundred to ensure community members in need wouldn't go without basic services during the holiday season. This year to me is probably the most meaningful, is more meaningful than last year with the pandemic and all the people out of work and having to stay home. The 74-year-old said in a CNN interview reported by People, Hurricane Sally slammed us pretty good and hurt a lot of people. We still have a lot of blue roofs here and they're just covered with tarps. As the owner of Gulf Breeze Pools and Spas, Esmond admits he found himself in a very different financial position at the end of 2020 than those less fortunate. While the COVID nineteen lockdown left many people struggling, it's also meant that we're staying home, which provided which proved to be a boon to his business. We've had a good year and that's why I want to share what I have with the people who need it. Uh, rather than shut off than a shutoff notice, 114 families will instead be receiving a holiday greeting from the city, letting them know they're no longer in the red. You can imagine People this time of the year that know they're behind on their bills when they get this envelope and when they open it up, it's a Christmas card from the city of Gulf Breeze telling them Gulf Breeze Pools has paid their utility bill and that's one less stressful thing you have to worry about. Since the story made headlines, Esmond has heard from a lot of folks offering to help his cause, but he believes their money would be better spent closer to home. I've had people call me out from California, Chicago, Tampa saying they wanted to send some money. I said no. Please take the money, go do what I did with it, and start this in your own communities. It's something I can see that we could really pass on and make Christmases better for people in the future. Way to go, Florida man. That's telling them. It's actually a good Florida man story, it really and is. that is my good news for today.
0: Well, I would certainly say that that is good news, everyone. All right, folks. Well, that does it. Hopefully, that lifted you up a little bit. When we come back, we have a segment called. <laughs> perfect timing folks don't go anywhere we'll be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, for the fourth and final segment of the first hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on this Friday, December 18th. But don't fret, there's still plenty ahead with our second hour and our interactive portion of the show where we're asking you about last-minute Christmas gifts, and we've got the G-Man coming up with his week 15 picks. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, Tony, in the segment which I've titled "Perfect Timing," have you ever said the wrong thing at the right time, or the right thing at the wrong time, or the wrong thing at the wrong time?
2: I say the wrong thing at the at the wrong time a lot. Like (laughs) it happens pretty common. Um, You definitely sometimes I make some of the worst jokes that just probably not good. I probably should have thought them out. Again, I I usually say this, and I've heard myself listening back to a few episodes. I don't have any particular um, examples uh, for any of those right now, but so we'll just keep it simple and say, yes, I have.
0: (laughs) And I know I spring It's pretty
2: lame, because I hear that answer. Yeah, I give you that answer a lot.
0: Well, that's okay. Like I said, I I spring this on you sort of last minute. Don't give you much time to think about it, but like I said, you know, if- if I'm reading through and something triggers something by all means chime in. So in this case, we are going to run through some stories of people who have said the wrong thing at the wrong time. Any of these could be Tony at any point in time. (laughs) So let's go ahead and kick things off with this first story. Way to go. From Michelle T 64 says, my family was at a funeral and something smelled really bad in the back of the chapel where we were sitting. My mom leaned over and whispered, it smells like somebody died in here. Everyone around us gave her an unamused look. It took my mom a few minutes to figure out what she had said. Oh, <laughs> that is one of those things where, uh, you know, just it's a figure of speech. It innately comes out, but uh, apparently the situation, the surroundings probably weren't the best place to say. That.
2: It's kind of like in Dumb and Dumber when he shoots the, the, uh, the cork, the champagne cork, it goes across and takes out that. Prized uh, owl mm-hmm. wow this party really died
0: yeah exactly <laughs> all right let's move on with perfect timing people saying the wrong things at the wrong time
2: way to go A-hole!
0: this from user sinful carrot says i was stocking shelves at the grocery store i worked at out of the corner of my eye i noticed a customer who was trying to grab an item and ended up putting his basket on the floor to do so i asked do you need a hand he turned revealing that he was missing his whole left arm smiled and said well, yeah, but I've got it. I was mortified by my choice of words, but he had a good laugh about it. I'm sure he regularly uh, does, but uh, wrong place at the wrong time.
2: The
0: <laughs> Let's keep rolling with our perfect timing, saying the wrong thing at the wrong time.
2: Way to go, eh, hole
0: This from Ckel 543 My friend who's blind was trying to find someone in a crowd, and I was guiding her. I didn't know what the person she was trying to—I uh, didn't know the person she was trying to find. So I asked my friend, "Well, what does she look like?" I realized mis- my mistake, and she laughed at me. Obviously, uh, somebody who's blind can't really describe what somebody looks hey. like. Uh, I'm sure they could describe. You what
1: underestimate their- my power.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they can describe what their face <laughs> feels like. So, all right, let's move on. Perfect timing. Uh, wrong thing at the wrong time. Way to go, eh, hole This from user meals says, when I was 11, I didn't know what the term birthday suit meant. I knew my teacher's birthday was the next day. So when I walked into school, I greeted him by saying, I can't wait to see your birthday suit tomorrow. My mother got a call from the school that night. I think about this often and still cringe to this day. Uh. That's almost as bad as asking if uh, you want to have a uh, pants party.
2: Yeah. I, I'm here for the party, the, the party of the pants,
0: you know. <laughs> uh. No. Let's move on with perfect timing. No. Wrong things at the wrong time.
2: Way to go, eh, hole.
0: This from user Cassidy Y J 4 E C E 2 A A 3 8. So original. I work at Starbucks and was talk and was taking a little person's order. He just wanted a shot of espresso, and out of habit, I asked if he wanted it in a short cup. With a straight face, he said, "Is that a short joke?" I was hor- horrified and started to apologize, and he just started laughing. He said he does uh, it often to see people's reactions. Uh, and oh I,
2: gosh, he had to have been just like his, his the gut, the stomach gut. I can I can just relate from that Arby story I told a long time ago, like how mortified I was when I started laughing. I was like, "Oh God, I don't know what to do." <laughs> but, but thank God, you know, for this guy, he had a moment you know this exactly. is good <laughs>
0: yeah all right let's keep rolling with perfect timing people saying the wrong thing at the wrong time where to go a-hole this a-hole. <laughs> Melissa S61 once we once god words are hard today once when we words were shopping are hard. When we were shopping, I put condoms and some lube in a cart that I thought was my boyfriend's. And I said, we're getting super kinky tonight. I looked up and saw a very old couple staring Ooh. back at me in shock. I put it in the wrong cart.
2: Oh, no. That That is good stuff. <laughs> That'd
0: be funny if the old man was like, <laughs> And then he's like, let's go, bub. <laughs> All right, let's keep rolling. Oh. Way to go, eh, hole From user Galay1 says, On the first day of my first ever retail job, I was helping a lady and her son pick out an outfit for a Christmas gift. Our scanner was down and I had to read the blurry barcode on the tiny tag. Flustered, I sighed and said, Oh my God, am I just so blind these days? The son, who had been silent this far, turned his head to me and said, I'm just blind every day. I was mortified. Boy, two blind oh, stories in one. Two blind ones, yeah. The good, I like those odds. The good thing is that uh, nobody got too offended by it. So, all right, that's
2: good. I like when people have fun. Like they know they're they have a disability or they have issues, then they just make fun. You know, mm-hmm. like I embrace my weirdness every day. Am I a weird guy? Yeah. Yeah. I just have, I, and just embrace
0: it. That's certainly a disability for you too. I'm just it, kidding. It really is, you
2: know? <laughs> 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 All
0: right, let's move on with perfect timing, people who said the wrong thing at the wrong time.
2: Way to go, eh, hole
0: This from user LHVJHVJLK. Hey, VJ, hey. oh, In middle school, I went through a phase of replying, your mom, to everything. A kid in my class and I were joking <laughs> around, and I applied with, your mom. That's when I remembered that his mom had passed away just a few weeks earlier. He was really understanding, but it's been 12 years, and I still feel like crap about it. You know,
2: you know I can relate to that, because there are there are people that did those jokes to me. And then they felt instantly bad. And I was just like, well, it's okay. You know, like, it was just one of those common reactions. I don't take it personal. It's not like you're really attacking my mom. But, right. You know, it's a, it's a joke. And and now I now that I'm, I never used to do those jokes. Um, but I find myself just saying it to myself, like, out loud sometimes. Like, you'll hear a dumb ball over the radio and they're like, does anyone know where the palatine cake is? And I go, your mom does. Or I'll say so. I'll mumble something like that in the dock. And the other day, there was a uh, there was one of my coworkers. She looked and she started laughing. I I didn't realize she was there, but she could hear what they were asking for. My like, your mom knows where it is. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, perfect example. Uh, sometimes you think you're you you
0: you think you're alone in the hobbit hole back there, you know? Exactly. Well, let's move on. Perfect timing. People saying the wrong things at the wrong time. Way to go, eh, hole Brian Melton says, My brain once meshed pardon and mourning together, so when I opened the door to leave the restroom at work, I said to the surprised man on the other side, Puddin'. Must be a Harley Quinn fan.
2: Hey there, Puddin'. <laughs> oh man.
0: All right, let's keep rolling. Where to go, eh hole User Emma2507. My Emma25. Ma- my man, my nan had just died, so I was at the funeral home with my grandfather, mom and aunt. Things were going fairly well until I it got to the moment when we had to decide what we would be, what would be done with her ashes once cremated? My family was talking about possible places to scatter them, and I blurted out to my grandfather, Oh, I just assumed we'd wait until you were dead and scatter both of you together. Maybe not the best thing to say at uh, his wife's funeral.
2: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You know, no. Bueno. it's definitely a bad time, or, uh, you know, I think it's also bad times, like, at a... Doing a toast, and sometimes, like, your drunk uh, best man says the wrong stuff. You're like,
0: No good, not good news. Well, what is good is that we are headed into our long break, but when we come back, it is the interactive portion of the show. Last minute Christmas gifts, folks. Don't go anywhere, enjoy the long break, use the restroom. We'll see you guys in about seven.
1: You can see it. Gentlemen, I wash my hands.
0: Friday, December 18th, we are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world, still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo, who unfortunately got some bad news over the break that uh, he's got another late shift tonight, so uh, enjoy your time off while you have it, Tone.
2: Yeah, absolutely, which just means that instead of being groggy for a Christian Phoenix show, now, I don't know why he say it like that, now, um, it's going to be a, uh, a wacky zany, uh, proton pack because uh, you and I are going to, uh, shoot to do that tomorrow. Uh, I think our schedules will align. Um, I anticipate they'll slowly creep and spring. One of those last minute uh, on me tomorrow. And <laughs> the bad thing is, is I can't say no. I kind of have, uh, signed up for a role where, uh, you're kind of at the mercy of them. They tell you you don't really get an option so if you see me looking down at my phone and replying to text it's me building my crew up for the night and and luckily everybody's really cool about saying yeah you know i feel bad for them you know like i always give them that nice option you don't have to but you know if you'd like to and
0: <laughs> you don't it's have a, it's to. a pretty
2: good response
0: you don't have to no. but you really should I strongly yeah, suggest no, you do. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I don't ever
2: make them feel that way. That's good. I, what, what are they going to do if no one shows up? I mean, then I have tons of paperwork I could do, so it's exactly.
0: fine. Well, folks, this is the interactive portion of the show. This is where we want you guys to chime in on the question of the day. And, of course, we pose it uh, typically about 24 hours in advance, giving you guys plenty of time to call into the Phoenix line with your suggestion, story, whatever it may be, at 855-Phoenix-Radio. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Of course, if you are watching us live, you can always chime in live on our Facebook live video at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R. Just go to the live video and comment in there. The subject today is last-minute Christmas gifts. It always happens. Maybe you are uh, going to uh, a Christmas party the next day or or Christmas Eve sort of uh, uh, dinner, and uh, you find out that uh, the brother's girlfriend is invited or somebody you weren't expecting to see. And on your way, you have to have a last minute Christmas gift. Of course, not many places are open. Uh, You know, you can stop by the uh, gas station and pick up some windshield wiper blades or a nice pack, (laughs) nice package of stale ass jerky. I am looking at you, ex mother-in-law. Some beef jerky, jerky. or if you're going to 7-Eleven, maybe even some uh, taquitos that have been on the rollers for uh, the better part of 48 hours.
2: But hey, you know, those are the gifts they keep on giving, though, my friend. You know, it just ends up uh, not only. Do you get to eat? But the next day,
0: <laughs> it's all day long, man. <laughs> exactly. It's a great weight loss regimen.
2: Oh yeah. Oh wait. It's more. <laughs> that's 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 more of a taquito one for you.
0: <laughs> exactly. Now, Tony, uh, when it comes to last minute Christmas gifts, do you have a go to? Do you have just something that you know is quick, is easy, maybe not overly expensive? Uh, yeah, I was
2: gonna say it, but um, we had a chime in, so I'm gonna let my uh, chime in have that one. So for me, it's uh, you know, real good place to go uh, for last minute gifts for me is um, it's like Second and Charles. I can find a lot of little uh, little things at uh, this little local store. They have pop culture things, a little good gifty ideas. Um, when it comes to coworkers and stuff, I pop into uh, World Market. They have some good little chocolates, things like that. Um, typically not too expensive, but I mean you also can't go wrong with the old Target dollar spot.
0: I was just there's gonna some say good that stuff there. You yep.
2: know, like the, tall, the that little thing just could hook you. And then you know, and I like to peruse like the uh, the clearance sections. Maybe there's a uh, Last-minute, you know, deal. Especially at Target. Target has all those little end caps with clearance things, and you can you can find good deals. I actually found uh, a good deal for someone's gift this year. Um, it just happened to be on clearance rack. Not that it was a bad thing, but that particular item is something I was looking for, and it just happened to be there, and saved me about twenty bucks on it. So nice. Can't go wrong. Now I was frustrated. Um, I've I've been doing uh, for my nephews. Um to find them stuff I wanted to get them for Christmas. I, I went to the local mall. I've, I've been around here. Cannot find anything uh, to their, you know, to their sports teams that they like, you know, whether it's hats or whatever. Um, they're, so you have to order online and I was stoked. I found this one hat that was really cool and I'm like, cool, they're going to love it. You know, one of them is going to love me. say which one is which there, you know, for spoiler reasons. But, um, I just got to notice that oh we're sorry this hat is sold out we have refunded you the x amount of dollars for for this and i'm bummed i'm like now i gotta find a different gift you know because <laughs> that was a last minute one i'm like oh, i just go online i'll order it it will get here by christmas bada big bada boom yeah not so much nope i'm gonna have to be a little crafty in
0: less time now exactly well folks that's what we're looking for we're looking for great last minute gifts that uh you know may not break the bank but uh you know it's something that you've uh, realized over the years that uh, you know it's just a great go-to uh for those unexpected gifts that you have to pick up go ahead and chime in on our facebook page at facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio click into the live video and comment there. Folks, when we come back, it is all about you and your suggestions for last minute Christmas gifts. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash media radio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show. Indeed, this is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 18th. Now this is uh, the interactive portion of the show that we are smack dab in the middle of. Today we are talking about last minute Christmas gifts. We all run into it, you know, it's uh, Christmas Eve and you have just that one extra thing to buy or there's somebody unexpected showing up and you don't want them leave empty handed. So we're looking for suggestions on what to get people, what is your go-to. Now, before we get to your suggestions, uh, for me, the big thing is, well, gift cards. You can run to any grocery store, Target, Walmart, uh, even Costco and pick up uh, any number of a great selection of gift cards. And of course, when in doubt, Amazon card, cash card, something along those lines. That way, uh, you know, it's really sort of the gift for anybody. Um, You know, who wouldn't like an Amazon gift card, right?
2: Dude, gift cards are the greatest. And, uh, you know, it's funny you say that. That was going to be the one I said, but uh, Lacey had chimed in with the gift card thing. And she did give me others, so we're okay. Okay, cool. But, uh, yeah, gift cards are the greatest. That's why I skirted around that one. (laughs) I mean, last minute. You're just like, hey, what do I get somebody? You know, they're quick, they're easy, they're convenient, and uh, you know, they're practical. They don't have to be like an object. It could be something as easy as a uh, Starbucks, a Dutch Brothers, uh, wh- whatever. You know, um, so very thoughtful. I mean, anytime I get a gift card, even if it's somewhere I don't like, um, it's still thoughtful. Like last year, I had, uh, I got Bar Louis gift cards, and uh, they were great. Except then. I went on that date with that uh, with the hot aunt, and uh, we went, and it was, it was a good time. Used, I didn't use the gift card because I didn't want to be cheap on the first date. I was like, ah, no, no, I'll, <laughs> I'll pay. I don't want to use a gift card on my first date. I'll be back, and I'll use it. They closed down a week later, and oh, I was no. like, oh, crap. So I had these. They shut down the Bar Louie in Fort Collins. I was like, oh, great. It's now stuck. So sometimes gift cards can't bite you. However, Mike and I used it up in Arizona when we went to spring training before the world shut down. Um, they had a Bar Louie, and we went to town on that happy hour for like three days with the gift card. So well, that's a good it did get way to... used, but it, but it was kind of nerve-wracking because... Had they, had we not have used it there, uh, they would have just went their way. So, so there is a little caution behind gift cards, just yeah. a little.
0: Now, the other thing is if you get a gift card that you won't necessarily use, hold on to it, it's a great re-gift. Nobody has to know.
2: No one has to know that you got a Pornhub gift card. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't think those things exist. That'd be that'd be real awkward to get. That somebody. would be
0: strange. I picked mine up at Walmart. In any case, yeah. uh, folks, if you have a suggestion <laughs> for, for a great last minute gift, go ahead and chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. For instance, Jamie Anna Munson chimed in with some great suggestions. Jamie Anna. Liquor, liquor's always good, tickets to a local university sporting event, always good, or a local comedy club. Which uh, you know, who doesn't like to laugh, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Those are good ideas. I like those. I do too. Especially comedy club. They're supposed to be opening up one in Fort Collins next year, but COVID and everything. I don't know, but um, looks cool though. But that's always a good gift idea.
0: Very cool. You mentioned Lacey had a couple other suggestions. What were those?
2: Yeah, she did. She said, you know, if you're on, if it's on the cheap and you got to get some good stuff, surprisingly, you can go down to Family Dollar, Dollar Tree, and Dollar General. Uh, to get yourself some inexpensive gifts. Now, don't let the dollar name fool you, because um, you literally could go to the Dollar Tree and you can get uh, Christmas cards, birthday cards, things that you'd probably be paying three to four bucks at a you know Walmart, Target. You you get them there for just a dollar. So, um, if you're looking for stuff on the cheap, maybe all of a sudden you're going to a white elephant party. Um, you know, you kind of you know someone got you a gift and now you feel obligated but you don't have money right now i mean there's some good ideas there. they do have some things um and again it's always the thought that counts it's not the tip for tat and uh, you somebody got me something i gotta get you something. it's it's the thought that counts it's exactly
0: that counts. yeah i'll give you another uh, little hint here the dollar tree Great for stocking stuffers. If you're looking for just a bunch of little items to, to stuff in a stocking, that's the place to go. It doesn't cost you an arm and a leg, and they've got some pretty good quality stuff given that it's only a buck.
2: Yeah, it's good to also get like, your uh, wrapping like wrapping paper stuff. Like I said, anything for like little birthday gifts on the last minute and stuff, uh, good little place to go. So great, great suggestion there, Lace.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I've got a list here of some other suggestions as well. Of course, uh, some of these are based on Amazon. They aren't under $10, which is nice, but uh, just know that if you've got Amazon Prime, it may arrive in two days, so do a little planning ahead. For instance, a wine aerator that goes directly into the bottle so they can pour as usual but enjoy the upgraded taste no matter how cheap or fancy the bottle happens to be. Uh, Aerating your wine is is, uh, just a great way to sort of bring out those flavors. And it'll only cost you 10 bucks on Amazon. So uh, that's a great way to go.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's a good idea, man. Um, especially for them wine enthusiasts.
0: <laughs> exactly. Here's one that's uh, fun and kitschy. A downright hilarious little screaming goat. <coughs> Simply press on him and he lets out a bleedy yell, basically guaranteed to make them laugh every time they hear it. Only $7.18 on Amazon. And you can never get sick of this sound. <coughs>
2: But you could have you should get the screaming sheep
0: <laughs> who doesn't want to
2: cut up to a doll that does that
0: that's just downright terrifying
2: yeah, that's an actual goat scream you just the cute <laughs>
1: uh...
0: here's one that you can pick up at your local target or walmart again only 10 bucks the Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza Card Game for anyone who loves family or roommate game nights, especially ones that have a dose of high energy. And of course, they're adorably illustrated. Um, you know, little fun games. Who doesn't love a fun game night? And of course, uh, you know, Target and Walmart have great selections of, of different games that you can play.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a big thing. Uh, game nights are a huge deal. Like right now at Target, I was looking last night, they had... So many different games. Like, there's a Back to the Future game, a Jaws game, a Golden Girls Funko mystery game. There's a Star Wars Baby Yoda, a.k.a. A, now he's Grogu Monopoly. And, you know, there's Golden Girls. There's everything. There's all kinds of games out there. Yeah. The games that I'm interested in as an adult, like the uh, Cars Against Humanity, like, it's great. You buy the actual game, which is 25 bucks for the big old box. mm mm-hmm. Um, but, man, all the additional add-on packs, like if you want the Nerd Edition, the the 80s, the yada, 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 it's 20 bucks a pack, dude. I'm like, wow!
0: And they've actually got
2: a kid... Poop gets expensive.
0: Yeah. They've oh, got a- he
2: said poop, your man said poop!
0: They've got a kid's version out, too. So uh, if you want to play kids or uh, Cards Against Humanity with the kids, <clears throat> I wouldn't recommend the regular game because that can get dark and, and sick very quickly, but they do have a kid's version out. Speaking of games for $8.70. On Amazon, you can get a set of lenticular cat or dog or shark playing cards. We couldn't go into the Christmas break without playing that tone. (laughs) Couldn't let let it happen. Could not let it happen. Folks, we are talking last-minute Christmas gifts. What to get uh, literally last-minute? Um, feel free to chime in. we still got a couple minutes left uh, over at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Of course, when I said chime, your chime went off. Uh, My
2: chime went off, yeah. Um, Lacey said that uh, Ticket to Ride is an awesome board game, and Bella has kids against maturity. So I assume that's yeah. the kids' version of Cards Against Humanity.
0: More than likely. I
2: assume so, yeah. Let's I don't know what Ticket to Ride is, though.
0: I don't either. Right. Might be worth checking out. I've got one ticket to ride. Thanks, Eddie Money. All right, uh, <laughs> this for $7.99 on Amazon is, of course, for the office fan in your life. A pack of 50 different stickers with quotes or iconic faces from The Office. Anyone who watches the series over and over will immediately love so much you might catch them quoting the rest of each famous scene. Now, I'm not a huge Office fan, but I know a number of Office fans that that might be a fun one for.
2: Yeah, that one, uh, you'd have to be really big on uh, on, the, uh, on the Office and stuff, but you know, definitely would be cool. Uh, I was almost gonna buy one of our friends, uh, a friends game. It was like this, it was this weird game, but what it was is you had to toss a ball around and you had to do these weird things. They had, they weren't really friends related. They were just friends themed. It's like do it like Joey. And I'm just like, eh, that seems kind of lame. Well,
0: Tony, obviously you you know you're not a huge Friends fan. That actually is directly from one of the episodes where for I think 36 hours straight they threw a ball around, and that's where that comes from.
2: Oh, is that where that is? So, yeah. they, so you're saying like if you're if they're fans, they're obviously gonna love it. For me, like didn't they haven't I've seen episodes here and there, but never. Um, Really washed it, washed it. Exactly.
0: You know? Another yeah. suggestion for a last-minute minute Christmas gift, uh, $9.99 from Amazon. A bottle of Mike's Hot Honey that experienced home chefs and newbies will obsess over alike. It makes adding just the right flavor to all kinds of dishes from fruit to chicken to ice cream and, yes, pizza almost too easy. Um, you know, if you're the person who dips their pizza crust in honey, likes a little spice, obviously that's a good way to go.
2: Hmm, That sounds actually quite delicious, actually. Yeah,
0: that's right up your alley. And finally, this one is totally up Tony's alley. A clip-on rechargeable selfie ring light, so all their mouth-watering food photos are always perfectly lit, even if they're eating on dimly lit restaurant patio. Tony, you can take those selfies with
2: perfect lighting now. Perfect lighting. Come (laughs) here, bring the light in,
0: cameraman. (laughs) Ah, perfect. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Well, folks, that does it for our topic of last-minute Christmas gifts. When we come back, G-Man's going to be joining us with his picks for NFL Week 15. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash media radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 18th. We talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix line, our 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever It's a voicemail. You know how it works. You leave a message after the beep. No human interaction needed. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is that time on Fridays. You may recognize the face that's up there on the screen. G-Man is joining us with his picks for NFL Week 15, and as always, I've got just one question. Are you ready to the football? G-Man, how you doing today? Good. how you doing, brothers? Uh, doing Great, well. Great,
2: Good to have you.
0: Ready for an exciting week of football. Of course, we're heading closer and closer into the playoffs. Some teams have clinched their berths. Others are fighting for a chance to uh, compete come postseason. Let's go ahead and kick things off with the wild card matchup. You've got the Dolphins minus three, of course, by the hook versus the Patriots. How do you see that one playing out?
1: Um, I kind of see it playing out uh, much like last week's game with the Rams uh, did. You know, the Patriots, of course, are um, – Belichick, you know, is still doing, I think, a great job, you know, with the uh, with the crew that he had coming in. Of course, everybody knows about Tom Brady leaving and Cam Newton coming in, and I didn't think that that was going to be a good fit. Of course, uh, Newton coming off of his shoulder surgery um, and all the things, you know, leading up to it. He's a running quarterback, so things have kind of played out the way that I thought. The Dolphins have uh, uh, been a a nice surprise this year. Um, Brian Flores, of course, coming from the Patriots, so you have that dynamic in the game. Uh, former coaches have not fared well against uh, Bill Belichick. If I if I recall, um, man, I don't know if anybody's beaten him or maybe one or two people have beaten him that have coached uh, for him before, so you have that dynamic. But be that as it may, I think the Patriots psychologically – you know, have come to grips with the fact that they're probably not going to make the playoffs this year. Um, they have, of course, the, the incentive and motivation to not have a losing season. Um, but uh, that being said, uh, the Dolphins are, of course, in the thick of it. They still have to close things out, um, sitting at 8-4, and four, I believe. And um, and so, yeah, the, I've just been impressed with them. And I think that defense is going to uh, do much of what this the teams have been doing over the last few weeks. And uh, they're going to, uh, you know, pretty much that offense is very anemic, uh, you know, with the Patriots. And uh, the Dolphins have shown the ability to, to move the ball even on good defenses. So, um, anyway, three points. Of course, by that hook, I always go through William Hill. They allow you to do that. If you go to other uh, casinos, they they don't let you buy the hook on three. And so I would definitely go to William Hill, buy it down to two and a half. And uh, let's see. Let's, 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 kick that ball off and see what happens there you go yeah
0: the Patriots are really looking to play spoiler at this point uh but to be fair to your point um not only do former uh coaches under Belichick not farewell under you know against Belichick but uh uh in previous seasons, any coach really didn't fare well against Belichick just because they were such a dominant team. So uh, that'll be a fun one to watch, uh, especially if you are a Dolphins fan. Obviously, uh Dolphins and Miami, their time has been due for a while now. Let's move on with our marquee matchup. You've got the Washington football team, plus six, of course, by the hook there, versus the Seahawks. Washington playing better than I expected, to. Obviously, Alex Smith has been sort of their saving grace. But the Seahawks are a a tough, tough matchup. Uh, Plus six for Washington. Uh, Where do you see that advantage playing out?
1: Yeah, in many ways, you know, this is a a playoff game. Uh, You know, of course, uh, nobody had, I don't think the Seahawks has even clinched yet. Um, of course, they're poised to, I think, this week if, if some things happen, including a win. You know, but uh, Washington, as you mentioned, is that whole NFC East, of course, a mm. few weeks in, you know, I mean, I think uh, combined there was two wins by the Cowboys, uh, you know, what was it, six weeks into the season? Four, oh, four yeah. Weeks, four weeks, five weeks into the season uh, between Washington and um, and the, the Giants. They've come out, you know, to actually be the front runners and, uh, you know... Alex Smith, uh, of course, called for him not to ever play again. I mean, he almost had his leg amputated, you know, because of that horrific Joe Theismann type of uh, broken leg.
0: It was brutal. And, uh,
1: you know, so um, I'm a little bit nervous on this one, admittedly, uh, because it is the Seahawks, as you said, and they uh, they thumped, you know, last week. And so it's really difficult to do that two, two weeks in a row especially considering Washington's defense, which is at the top of the league, you know, in total defense, uh, you know, past defense, um, you know, um, the kid from Ohio State is just a, a monster, a beast, um, you know, Mr. Young, you know, and uh, he, uh, he, I think is going to uh, be able to contain, you know, Russell Wilson, I think force him up the middle, let the linebackers do their job uh, you know, and that's, of course, the game plan many people have against the Seahawks. And it's easier said than done. But I think they have the tools to do that. A little bit nervous. I, I saw that uh, Alex Smith didn't practice yesterday. Something's going on with his calf. You know, but, uh, again, it's playoff time. And with the resolve that Alex Smith has shown to just come back from his injury, I can't imagine him not playing in this game. Playoffs? Um, even if, Don't talk even about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> it, <laughs> Even if they have to. Is that the audio stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I heard it. I thought stuff. somebody
2: was just talking in the background at
1: first. So I'm like, mm-hmm.
0: you mentioned but playoffs. Six points, so yeah.
1: uh, six points in, the, in pretty much a playoff situation. I'll go ahead and take those points, uh, assuming Alex Smith is going to play. And, uh, and unless, man, I, th- I think it's going to be a great game.
0: Yeah, I think they're just uh, being a little precautious. But uh, I heard an interesting stat last week that, uh, Despite how terribly the NFC East came out, they were the winniness, most winningest team over the last three weeks compared to any other conference. So it's uh, it's interesting to see how they've sort of turned things around. Maybe too little too late at this point though and finally yeah. let's move on with our best bet matchup you've got the eagles plus six and a half versus the cardinals speaking of NF- nfc east uh cardinals again they started out strong yeah, fizzled out a little bit uh under kyler murray but uh you know what it's the hertz era of the philly eagles and uh it'd be interesting to see what they do against the cardinals
1: yeah, you know, uh, Kyler Murray uh, has been uh, going through a little shoulder injury the last few weeks. And, uh, you know, truthfully, I don't know the status of that. But it seems like, of course, based on last week's efforts, he he definitely is playing better and seems to be either over it or being able to play with it. Um, the Eagles burned me, you know, last week. Um, I truthfully thought that Jalen Hurts in his first start, uh, like many rookies do. And and that, you know, is actually becoming a fallacy is where rookie quarterbacks uh, you think, oh, they're just going to come in and they're going to get killed. They've never seen NFL defenses. They're going to be overwhelmed. It's just not true, you know, anymore. And, uh, you know, so, um, you know, Jalen, just like in college, you know what I mean, the guy, the guy showed to be uh, very capable, uh, you know, last week and surprised me. I was actually – we laid six and a half points in the overall, not in my top three, but uh, – And so based on that, um, coming in with the Cardinals, uh, the Eagles are playing for a playoff spot. Of course, they're still vying for that. Uh, They have a chance. They're not mathematically eliminated yet. That's going to be a tough road for the Cardinals. And so I think that, of course, you know, competition and pride is going to come through. It's going to be a good game. But uh, again, in this situation with Philly, after last week, um, I think they may be gelling around Jalen Hurst, and they're definitely going to be trying uh, as if this was a elimination game. So, and I'm getting points, and so go ahead. You know, I'll take that.
0: Exactly. If Carson Wentz was still the quarterback, I would say you're crazy for plus six and a half uh, versus uh, the Cardinals. But with Jalen Hurts, I think they have that chance. Real quick to right, recap. Great. You have dolphins. Yeah, I think.
1: I think. Just as a last note on on that game, I think that if the line makers would have come out with a pick'em game, people wouldn't have thought anything about it. You know, exactly. It would have made you know a lot of sense under the circumstances. You know, based on the records, last few weeks, and what's up. Uh, you know, what's up for grabs this week. I, Uh, and so six and a half points is it just seems like a lot to me
0: yeah yeah it seems fair but uh, we'll see how it plays out real quick to recap you've got dolphins minus three by the hook versus the patriots washington football team plus six again by the hook versus the seahawks and eagles plus six and a half versus the cardinals g-man we always appreciate your time on fridays we love talking football and of course with a a minute left we love uh, promoting the other projects you've got going on including seedless tendency big bongo productions what do you got going on there and where can people find you
1: well um i just finished up our uh work in uh, in california on the farm you know so we get a, a couple weeks off i'm going to go ahead and commit to uh you know making a couple videos over the next couple weeks because this shows off for the holidays. so yep. i'll do some uh you know videos ramping up to the uh, to the games, you know, for big bonga production. As I mentioned last week, I'm probably uh, getting in the mood for a little songwriting, you know, for the band. I miss those guys. Everybody's been busy. People are having babies. Sammy, uh, our drummer, <laughs> fractured his ankle, you know, and so that combined with COVID, you know, we're just trying to, you know, kind of tread water and, and uh, you, know, f- you know, food for, Food, family, and friends, you know, that's what the, the time of year that it is. And so I wish everybody a Merry Christmas um, and you know, Happy New Year.
0: Awesome, well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family, G-Man. Um, as you mentioned, uh, we will not be doing Friday shows for the next two weeks, but take a look at our Facebook page to make sure to get those picks from the G man each Friday for the upcoming NFL weeks. We always appreciate the time folks. When we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for this day in history. Folks don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: See
2: ya. Bye.
0: Well, we did it, folks. We made it to the final segment, not only of the show, but of the week. And, of course, as we mentioned, next week we are off. We are going to be doing best of replays because it is Christmas week. We want you guys to spend time with your families as we're going to be spending time with ours. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god?
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) 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 What
0: in the heck was
2: that? I have no idea. That was just a no and it didn't cuss and I thought it'd be funny to do something different than the the normal Hatfield. field I, i'm trying to come up with like different yeses and no's to throw you off i i like to see your reaction that was a uh,
0: that one certainly yeah. did the trick
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> what did we just become best friends yep
0: well folks while you are there be sure to subscribe that way you always have the latest episode leave a review let us know what you think <laughs> and tell your friends because why tony sharing is caring
2: ladies and gentlemen share us and we care for you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> we do. As we do at the end of each show, we want to drop a little knowledge, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history.
1: the the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history
0: with your on the Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> Thanks, speaking Siri. of Siri, no Siri interruptions on your end today, which is always good. No, Luckily, no, to- we we
2: got we started the show off right. I jinxed us by saying technical difficulties. We have since fixed it, and I shut Siri off. I I figured it out. Siri has <laughs> not interrupted me one time. I could say it all I want now.
0: Always good. Well, kicking off this day in history, this day in twelve seventy one, Kublai Khan renames his empire Yuan. Marking the start of the Yuhan Dynasty of China, and uh, Kublai Khan. Man, I'm gonna name my next kid Kublai Khan. Phoenix.
2: Kublai Khan to uh, join Cobra Khan, and uh, yeah, that's what a name. Kubla Khan. We call him Kubla for short. He's a Kubla Trubla. Kubla Trubla. It was supposed to be like Koopa, Koopa troopa. troopa. Screw yeah. that one. Up. I got gotcha. you. Koopa Troopa. Hey there, Troopa. Words are
0: hard sometimes. It happens.
2: Make me some pasta, bitch. This day in
0: 1799, George Washington's body is interred at Mount Vernon. His body's hiding somewhere in that mountain. Um, yeah, maybe you can dig him up and find those yeah. wooden teeth.
1: Somebody put me back in the fridge. <laughs> uh. It's such a
2: deep voice, didn't he? <laughs> Somebody put me back in the fridge. Somebody put me back in the fridge.
0: This, oh, this day. In, my wooden teeth. <laughs> this day in 1832, the HMS Beagle, with Charles Darwin uh-huh. aboard, reaches Tierra del Fuego for the first time. And oh. I, I understand that the HMS Beagle is a ship, but I can't help imagine Charles Darwin with his big old Santa like beard riding a giant beagle across the world and
2: you know you know what would if you did see that you know what that would be
0: what would that be it's gonna be legend wait for it dairy it would be legendary yeah. this day in 1892 peter tchaikovsky's ballet the nutcracker suite premieres in saint petersburg russia now the world's most performed ballet and yeah. uh, even if you don't like ballet you still know the songs that come out of it because they're played every time around christmas
2: every time around you know who also suffer uh who uh liked the nutcracker too uh nevada's quarterback Derek carr
0: excellent
2: oh yeah
1: <laughs> pull,
2: pull the nut he's out for the season with a groin last night
0: he did it's yeah. not
2: really accident. It, that was mean uh, that was mean spirited i that's just bronco fan ribbon raiders I, that was mean i don't wish Derek carr any harm but uh, i hope he gets better but he did he did pull it and the nutcracker seemed like a fitting uh fitting thing there you go <laughs> whoops that was me
0: moving on this day in 1912 the piltdown man great ape uh, The
2: down man the piltdown man
0: later discovered to be a He's, hoax is supposedly found in the piltdown gravel pit by charles dawson uh
2: what the hell is a piltdown man is he does he know the muffin man he like, does what, what the, i've never heard of this pilt man
0: down on Drury lane it's uh you yeah, know they're they're good friends
2: I am the Piltman. Man I'm coming to give you a gravel, brother.
0: <laughs> Got your own can laughter there, Tone. All right. A sad day, sad, sad day in American history. This day in 1917, the 18th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution authorizing prohibition of alcohol is approved by the U.S. Congress and sent to states for ratification, marking a very dark time in our history.
2: Damn!
0: I agree. I agree. Very dark. Sad. Very dark time. This day in 1963, the Pink Panther film premieres directed by Blake Edwards and starring Peter Sellers and David Niven with the theme by Henry Mancini. Tony, did you ever see any of the Pink Panther movies? And I'm not talking about the uh, uh, Steve uh, Martin The Steve remakes. Martin one.
2: <laughs> no, I never did. You know, growing up. This is what I thought the Pink Panther was. I thought like the the synonymous song or theme song, always that little jazzy tone. Um, it was just like kind of a weird cartoon to watch because like he never talked. He always had the weird little short guy with the mustache chasing him. Um, so it, it was a cartoon for me. And then he was the the insulation. So every time you'd see like the pink insulation in your attic and stuff, or I always saw the Pink Panther on there and. That's what I think about with the Pink Panther. I forget it was actually a movie and that's what stemmed all that.
0: Exactly. And speaking of which. Hold on to your butts. This day in 1964. (laughs) I like that soundbite. I'm sorry. (laughs) This day in 1964, the Pink Panther cartoon series premieres as a result of the movie.
2: What are the odds?
0: I like those odds. They're pretty good odds. By the
2: way, real quick. Stay off social media today, dude. Don't. Just don't go on it. I keep getting all these texts. Oh, my God. Did you watch Mandalorian? Did you watch this?
0: I'm going to avoid Stop. it the best I can.
2: I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. As of right this second. I haven't watched it.
0: <laughs> all right. This day in 1960, Sykes. 60, Sykes. Wow.
2: 66. Whoa. whoa! whoa! This getting day. down and dirty for his birthday.
0: This day, Which, by the
2: time. way, your fiance just put up a nice profile pic. I know what you're doing on your birthday, silly man.
0: <laughs> ah, well, we, we can't talk about that on air. This day in 1966, <laughs> Dr. No! Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas airs for the first time on CBS. A great special, not a Christmas movie, as we found out from the ranker list.
2: Yeah, thanks, ranker. It, it is not. No, you know what is a movie? many things the Grinch with Jim Carrey
0: that is, is yeah is a movie and then yeah, the, but uh, the
2: animated one is not
0: <laughs> well the newest animated one is with Benedict Cumberbatch but uh yeah that,
2: uh, I didn't really like that one very much it wasn't it was okay. great it wasn't great I didn't I didn't really like it I don't mean to be a downer but it wasn't that great
0: well you know what else is a movie this day in what 1976 is? a star is born film directed by Frank Pearson with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson premieres and he's the only other real Chris that I know spells his name the same way as mine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did like the uh, Lady
2: Gaga. I liked that one in the Bradley Cooper. It was actually a pretty good movie. I hadn't so seen I it. I enjoyed it. But I heard good things. Yeah, it's pretty good. I didn't think I was going to like it. It was good.
0: This day in 1976, Wonder Woman debuts on ABC. Of course, that's the Linda Carter know. version.
2: That, yeah, that's the lasso. I'm pissed. I can't go see it in theaters. I, my friend Annie, I was telling her about, oh, I was so excited that movies are opening back up. They have Monster Hunter this week and Wonder Woman next week. And uh, she goes, you know, the theaters are shut down, right? And I oh. go, no, they're not. You can still go. No, here in Colorado, they're shut down.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Tony, I will wait till you come out here and then we'll go to the theaters out here to see it. Okay, deal. Because they are not shut down. I
2: don't know. Can I wait that long to see Wonder Woman?
0: Oh, you see it on HBO Max, but we'll we'll see it again in theaters.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, deal, deal. I was like, I'll, I'll watch it at home, I guess. But I have to, because I was disappointed. I was like, I,
0: dude,
2: why? Why did they shut down?
0: <laughs> and finally, folks, this day in history, this day in 2002, The Two Towers, the second of the Lord of the Rings films, is released. Makes uh sixty two million opening weekend, nine hundred and twenty-six million total worldwide. It's a lot of cheddar. That is the lot of cheddar yes, the secrets to the rings of the lords, my precious. <laughs> and then finally, there are a lot of holidays to run down, so let's see if we can get them all done throughout uh, before the end of the day with holidays. Okay. So, the first up on the holidays (laughs) (laughs) is answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? You can do it, you can answer it that way. Oh, I'm gonna do that when they call for trucks today.
2: Good idea. It is Arabic- I didn't have a quote to shoot off the top of my head and I just watched it too, (laughs) I blanked.
0: It is Arabic language day. It is bake cookies day, which that sounds good to me. I want
2: some sugar cookies if anyone's watching.
0: It is Flake Appreciation Day. Uh, the snow kind.
2: Flake? Like, oh, okay. Not like, hey, let's go hang out. And then five minutes before, ah, something came up. I got to go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is National Twin Day. It is International Migrants Day. National Roast Suckling Pig Day. Something to enjoy with your cookies. Oh. Suck it, pig. National Ham Salad Day. <laughs> National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, Underdog Day, and finally, National Wear a Plunger on Your Head Day. Don't even how about, me started. How
2: about no on
0: that one? How hey hey about me. no, you freaky dinky? Folks, that does it for this Friday edition of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We are off next week, but we'll see you guys the following week. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, Merry everybody. Merry
2: Christmas, everybody. Oh, okay. yeah.